98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and hello, Dana. Uh, you got on the uh, Instagram threads? Is that what that is? Is that the, kind of the thing that's kind of taking the place of Twitter or at least trying to attempt to right now? Well, you got Elon Musk owns Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And one of their big competitors is, how do you say it, Meta or Meta? Meta. So Meta's coming out or came out with their own Twitter kind of thing. And so it's to fight Elon Musk. I kind of missed the days before Facebook and Twitter and all that because you didn't know how somebody felt politically. You're, you didn't, you, you didn't, your neighbor, you weren't like, oh, this guy's a nutcase or because they feel like that about politics. It seems like it's worse than it's ever been, doesn't it? It seems like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, here's what I, I'll, the only way I can explain this is when I was young there was an election between two presidential candidates, and one was George Bush, the dad, and another one was Michael Dukakis, which was the Democrat. And my parents didn't vote for the same guy. Like, my dad went this way, my mom went, and, and nothing happened. It was fine. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Now, if you say you voted for so-and-so, people just, like, automatically hate your guts. It seems like it's worse than ever, right? Yeah. It, it's not. It's always been like this, and I had to catch myself and and. You know, say, don't be ridiculous, Daniel. This isn't anything new with the contention and politics and things like that. If you don't believe me, look up dueling. Oh, that's a famous story, wasn't it? Aaron Burr, a politician, got into a duel yeah. with another politician. Uh, th- that's not like a, a isolated incident. In fact, I just looked at this. Dueling became a standard political weapon to eliminate or disgrace one's opponent and quite possible critics. So not only would you get into a duel with your opponent, if somebody criticized you, you go, you know what, why don't we go to a place and shoot at each other? You mean like a newspaper man was writing crap about you and you're like, all right, you keep printing that crap. Let's go out and uh, have a duel. Not a fight. Let's go out and shoot guns at each other. (laughs) The political duel became commonplace and elections were often decided with pistols rather than votes. Wow. So next time we're being like crybabies and saying, hey, man, you know, people are so nuts these days posting this stuff on Facebook. Don't forget that people used to go out, stand back to back, walk a few steps, and turn around and shoot each other. (laughs) And that was commonplace. So it wasn't an anomaly. That was a regular way way to settle disputes? Yes. Again, we're often... Decided with pistols rather than votes. I always like that, uh, like how, you know how a duel, you st- stand back to back, right? And then you take three steps. You go one, two. I would always be concerned the other guy turn around on, on number two. Well, they were so concerned, I guess, about like respect and honor that uh, they, they had would, to go to three. Yeah, they would go to three. Wow. So, you know, next time we're getting all up in arms and thinking that the world's going to hell in a handbasket because of somebody's Facebook post, remember, they used to take out guns. And shoot at each other. <laughs> okay. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And good morning to you, Daniel. I wanted to get an update, Tig. Yesterday we were talking about uh, how we're out of passwords at this point. We're just simply out of passwords. Everything you have has to have a different password. You were trying to reset your iCloud password yesterday. And it goes, hey, uh, you can't use a password you've used in the last five years. That's what it said. Um, a just- quick update on your phone. You... You just said that you went and had your phone repaired. Now you have the iPhone, was it two? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an older iPhone, but I don't want to get it replaced because I'm concerned because this iPhone, it lets you get into the apps using your face somehow. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the actual passwords. It just knows my face. So then when I open my bank app, it just lets me in because it sees my face. And I go, if I get a new phone, 
when I have to like re-log in to everything, and I just thought I ain't doing that. So now you've taken this this iPhone of yours, which is which is working okay, but it has uh, you said a red line down the middle of it, like it's the screen is messed up. Yeah, the screen's messed y- up. You're prolonging the uh, inevitable which by is... not getting a uh, a new phone. You're getting this thing fixed. Why would I get a new phone? The thing works. It's it's like a like a car. I'm, I'm but it doesn't. My, yeah. Well, I took it to the iPhone shop yesterday and they fixed it. What did that cost? Uh, Sixty dollars. So shut up. You you look like a fool. Like, I thought it was going to be more. Well, because I like the uh, you know how after a while your cell phone company will start sending you messages that says you're available for a you know upgrade or whatever free phone and then you go in there and the free phone's like. You know, it's not really that great. Mm-hmm. You want the you want the good stuff. And then they go, well, here's the deal. We'll just add $20 to your bill until you pay this phone off. And so you do the math. That's $240 a year. So, I, for, But instead, for $60, I took care of everything. But at some point, you, you realize you're going to have to get a new phone. I recognize that. But at some point... Like his son's iPad broke. And uh, no, well, we, you had a charger or something. You went and had it replaced. The charger replaced. Well, his his screen broke on his iPad, and I didn't want to get a new iPad because that was more expensive, but it cost like 70 bucks to get the screen replaced, so that made more sense to me, and I went to go pick it up, and they gave it to me, and the screen's still broken, and I go, what what in the world is this? And they said, oh, we thought you meant to change out like that little port you put it in to charge it, and I said, no, guys, and, and I even looked at the work order. I said, it's screen. But they, they didn't like that. But. I guess you've gotten to a situation like we all come into with, like, say, a car. Like, at what point do you just go ahead and get a new car instead of repairing the old one over and over and over again? But in the meantime, I'm happy until my phone, like, blows up. I'm happy to not spend money on a... Plus, I get, like, I've gotten new iPhones before, and it's the same thing, basically. You could admit that, right? Well, there like are some small features. Does, like small features, right. What, what are you working with over there, for real? Is it about a three or a four? No, it's like an eight. An eight. And now the current, I, I bet you don't even know what the current new iPhone is. I don't know, 11? It's 14. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school. Hey, I'm old school. Oh, you're old school? I'm old fashioned. Yeah, you're real OG. <laughs> I'm, I'm an old fashioned iPhone user. <laughs> it's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel Bailey Zimmerman. Good morning. Daniel, I feel like a fugitive this morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. The city's after me. In fact, I got a letter in the mail with the official Tulsa seal on it. And it looked all official, but it didn't look like a bill. It looked like something from, like, the the city hall, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, boy, what's this? And I open it up, and uh, I'm reading the mail. And uh, they said, I have to go to court in uh, five days over you, something. You're kidding, home. right? No. Uh, is it about those uh, green army men you had out by your road that says, uh, children, slow down? Oh, yeah, because uh, in my neighborhood, like these morons, they don't, they drive like jerks. And so one of our, the other neighbors went and got like these green men to hold up a flag that says, slow down. And apparently you can't do that in the city. And eventually the city just came and took them away. But like, is that what you have to go to court over? No. That not even that? No. Hold on, let me try to predict what you would have to go to court over. I have a court date of July seventeenth. It's, it's gotta be parking tickets though. Yeah, so we work downtown and the way our building is configured, long story short, it's easier sometimes if I just park in the street to get into work. 
it's slightly easier for you to park Which on the street. Which is good enough for me. Okay. And so uh, sometimes I just risk it. Now, I should pay. I'm not denying that I did not pay. But sometimes it's like a roll of the dice. Because sometimes I park out there and nothing happens for like a month. And then I don't know what happens. The The parking person must just get on a wild kick around here. Yeah, and enforce the law. Yeah. What a weird and, kick And then to for get like on. three days in a row, I got a ticket. Right. Yeah, that's your After bad. After like 60 days of not... Nothing happened. And then you don't pay what you owe to the city. Here's what happens. And so on the ticket, it says something like you've got 14 days to pay this bad boy. So I got online and, and tried to pay the ticket. And then when I get online and I type in my ticket number, it can't find the ticket. And it says, but many times it takes up to 10 days for it to make it in the system. So they give you 14 days to pay it, but it takes 10 days for it to even show up. So I said, ah, that the heck with that. Mm-hmm. And so I just pretended like those tickets didn't happen. But the, the city of Tulsa did not pretend like that. They, they're still enforcing it. And um, so then I called a number. It says on the bottom that <laughs> I've got to go to this court date or something. And I, so I called the number. And I talked to a lady, and she was very nice. And I said, listen, can I just pay the fines and then avoid this? And she says, you can, but you have to come to City Hall and pay them in person. So I feel like they, they want to shame me a little bit. I can't just do it anonymously over the phone where I don't have to have interaction. But So if I do it, if I go down there and in person take the walk of shame and pay the money, then I don't have to go to court on the 17th. But I guess the, I don't even know what the court date's about. Do I go in there and say I'm innocent and then we have a trial? Well, uh, yeah, by not paying your fine, you're trying to, I guess, say that you're not guilty. Why don't you dress like Matlock and go in there and make a huge case, like a big old, <laughs> like a long speech? Yeah, like Perry Mason. Like, <laughs> this is an outrage. Right. right. This is America. Um, I, I don't understand because you're a bit of a miser. You don't like to spend money. I call you Tigwad because you don't like to spend money, yet you will continue to park on the street and get parking tickets instead of parking literally, what is it, three, four yards away in the uh, company parking lot? You don't like to go through the gate that opens? Yeah, I don't really like that. So um, I'm trying to understand. I've just been rolling the dice, Daniel. Why? Like, because I like being close to the front door of the building instead of walking like through hallways to get down here and stuff. So, so your big plight in life is walking through a hallway. Yeah, it's tough for me, and because uh, then you got to see people, and you know, I just want to walk in and get the job done. So uh, yeah, I was just rolling the you dice. You don't want to but... see people now. You got to go to court. <laughs> I'm going to see a lot of people in prison. Good lord. <laughs> 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, Tulsa. Hey, Daniel. Tig, we used to talk about how we didn't like getting haircuts because sometimes when we're in that chair, you might get a little, uh, like, panicky or anxious. And, and sometimes I'm in that barber's chair and I'm like, I got to get up and get out of this chair no matter what. Almost like claustrophobic or something. And when you when you get into a position where you can't leave, then I start to freak a little bit. You know, I mean, I could leave, but it'd be kind of weird, so I... I feel stuck. In general, you don't like getting a haircut, do you? No, not really. Um, I thought about it, and yesterday I received a haircut, and I realized why you don't like a haircut and maybe why most of us don't like a haircut. Uh, You don't look good in that chair. You're sitting there in that big giant chair. For some reason, that mirror, you just don't look good in. You're right about that. You know, I've always... Okay, so what you're saying is I may not look as bad as I think I do in that mirror? It's a bad mirror. It's a bad, it is a bad mirror. Also, there's another thing you're not thinking about. Hmm. The barber cape accentuates the waddle. 
It, well, tell me what that is. Um, you don't know what a waddle is? Is that your tummy? No, the waddle is this thing under here, under your chin. Uh, oh, the, the gobbler. The gobbler, the waddle, whatever you call it. So when It sure does. You're right. Like, I, I look in that and I go, it looks like I gained 15 pounds when I walked in here. Yeah, it's like your posture in the chair. Yeah. And the barber's cape accentuates the waddle. I'm sitting there yesterday going, man, I hate myself. <laughs> and then I had to stand there or sit there and look at myself for a good 30 minutes. Yeah, that's another thing about it. You're right. These are all great points. I actually agree with you this morning. Like, normally you look in a mirror for like a second or two, you know. Yeah, you get a quick, ready. A quick like, oh, okay. They, you're subjected to 30 minutes of yourself. You get in the, uh, the, the barber's chair and you have to look at yourself for 30 minutes. When I'm in the Target dressing room and I see all angles, Daniel, because they have a, a mirror on the door and on the inside of the dressing room, I don't like all angles, Daniel. And I only have to see it for about 20 seconds to realize, hey, I look like a manatee. <laughs> when you sit in that barber's chair, the cape accentuates the waddle and you got to look at yourself for 30 minutes. <laughs> it is brutal. I get getting a haircut yesterday and I talked to the guy cutting my hair. I go, you know what? You guys should make a cape that doesn't accentuate the waddle. You'd be rich. How about... So how come it does? Like, they, they take that cape and they kind of... Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. They put it around your neck. Right. And it kind of... It doesn't strangle you, but it, it can be tight. And I guess that's what's making your... That's what's accentuating the I waddle. See. Okay. Um, what they need to do is come up with a turtleneck yeah. barber's cape. And I'm working on inventing this now so that... So that you know, way you don't see your chin pretty much? Right. It's a yeah. cape that doesn't accentuate the waddle. Not bad. I actually like that idea. And maybe you should have a salon that's dimly lit so you don't have to look at yourself in full-blown daylight what? for 30 minutes. Yeah, but that mirror is especially terrible. There's got to be something wrong with those mirrors. No, no. It's us. We look. Ju we just look bad, and we have to face it again for 30 minutes. Kinda name name another point in your life where you're looking at a mirror for 30 minutes. Never. It's kind of like that thing you used to hear where uh, when you're in a bar and it's dimly lit. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, they turn on all the lights and everybody's like, ha, ah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I guess when you go to the barber chair, it's just like turn on the lights for a full 30 minutes. Yes. That's a, you know what? Usually your ideas, you're a moron, but mm -hmm. I think this is a pretty good one. Also, could they, is there anything you can invent to make sure they give you the haircut that you asked for? Um, or is that just well, impossible? Well, yeah, I can invent that for you. You go to, like, just anywhere. Tig would go to a gas station and get his hair cut. I go to, like, a, a guy that I know, Adam Moore. I'll go ahead and give him a plug because I go over to the Adam Moore salon, and uh, he knows, he listens to what I say. Like, I'll tell him what I want, and then he actually does what I want. Oh, okay, because I just went to one, and I, I told her, I said, uh, you know, leave it a little longer on the top so I can kind of, like, do the thing up there. And then, then she just did whatever she wanted. Mm. Uh, I, I remember I remember it was bad when we were kids because back then they would have a book. And you would go through, and there's, like, these handsome dudes in it. And, and you would go, oh, I would like this guy's haircut. And then you showed them a picture, like, literally a picture. And then they just did whatever they wanted. Hey, I've tried that, too. I, I printed off a picture of, like, a celebrity. And I took it to this uh, person back in my hometown a long time ago. I said, I'd like this exact haircut. I don't know what this guy did, but he cut my hair. I look like Julius Caesar when I walked out of there. <laughs> Good haircut. Daniel, just I'm going to ask you some questions. You just answer them. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig. And, Daniel, we've been uh, best buds for 
I don't know, 15, 20 years, something like that, right? Long, 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 man, long, long, long time, too so long. So much so that when I found out that we were going to have a baby in my family, I made Daniel the godfather of my child, and I will give you credit, you're very good with my kid. He loves, I mean, you're just like more than an uncle to him. Mm. I mean, he just loves Daniel. Well, sure, he should. And uh, you take him out to Brahms, and you do the whole thing, and y'all go to the park and uh, feed the squirrels in Tulsa and all that. And so you're very close with my family. You're part of the unit, in a sense. Uh, moments ago, Daniel gets up, and I guess he got hungry. And you decided you wanted something to eat. And here, and we're in the News on 6 building, and they have a very nice snack bar where you can get breakfast and you can get, you know, coffee and all that kind of stuff. And every time I go up there, I look at you and go, Daniel, is there anything I can get you if I'm going to walk upstairs to the snack bar? I will always bring something down if you want. Daniel's big thing is uh, he likes to get a drink in the mornings. Diet Dr. Pepper is your poison. And I always bring you a Diet Dr. Pepper. And then a second ago, this guy goes up to the break room. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going up there. You didn't mention that. And you come down, and you've got, like, breakfast, and you've got your drink and stuff. So you're the godfather of my kid, and you don't ask me if I want anything from the snack bar? Uh, typically, I do. I did in this case. I forgot. You forgot, or you're purposely avoiding it because you no, got No, I just simply forgot. No, what Daniel did, here's what happened. I know what's going on here. He bought this, and I love your house. You got a great house, mm. but you've got a seven or eight percent more interest rate on it. Yeah, I, can, I can tell that you're really uh, <laughs> you're thoughtful like, and upset that my mortgage rate is yeah, so high. It's like it's pretty bad. I mean, like we called it the other day. Daniel's in his own personal Great Depression right now. Mm-hmm. You got to be very careful with money right now. I think that uh, you didn't tell me on purpose because you don't you didn't want to spend like two dollars on me to get a drink no not the case at all i just uh, i just didn't think about it oh so you didn't think of me I, I thought to make you my son's godfather but you didn't think to ask me if i would like something for the snack you bar. know you you act like i'm not thoughtful but remember when i made some beef jerky for you because you like to eat beef jerky you did do that i made uh, dan's beef not only that i made like specific beef jerky for you that time in which i uh, i know that you like horseradish and I'm at home, like Handmaid's Tale, making you beef jerky. <laughs> well, that what? was that was sweet. What I'm not going to take that, that away from you. That was very yeah. really thoughtful. So I can't, you know, I, sometimes I don't think when I'm going up to the snack bar. Actually, my dad called, and it's the worst kind of, you know, text you can get is like, hey, call me when you get a chance. He, he texted you this this right. morning. So when I was uh, going up there, I called him to see what was going on, but um, that's why I forgot to ask you. Okay. Which, by the way, don't ever don't ever text somebody like, hey, call me when you get a chance, because you always think it's the worst, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Don't you always think that? Absolutely. Like, if I got a text from my mom, like you got from your dad mm-hmm. moments ago. You would I'd have to think. stop the show, because I got to call my mom. You know what it was? Mm. My brother, uh, Bryce, just graduated high school. So he's, what are you, 18 when you graduate high school? 17, something mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. My dad's like, you got, we got to get Bryce out of the house. He's just sitting around doing nothing. He called you at 7, 6 in the morning or so? That seven. was the big text. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I guess as you get a bit older, you don't like when young people sit around and do nothing. Now, to me, in the month or two after you graduate high school, you should be allowed to just sit around and do nothing, right? 
I think that summer between maybe if you're going to school or going to get a job, I think you're allowed to sit around like for a little when, bit. Like, when in your adult life are you allowed to just sit there and do nothing? Not really ever. Once I you ha- start working, it's over. I have this uh, talent that I can, I'm able to just sit at home and not get out and do anything. My dad can't do that. Like, if he sits around, he's like, i got, I got to go outside and pick up rocks. He can't just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> I can. Yeah, I, know, but he's, I noticed. You, you, you do that at work, too. Right. Um, what is it about some people that just can't turn their mind off? You're one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Not that you get out and do hard labor, but you're the kind of guy that can't turn your mind off. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Uh, people are born differently, but apparently your brother inherited what you did. What, what would you say to my dad then when he says, you got to get Bryce out of that apartment. It's just sitting there doing nothing. I'm like, well, that sounds like a pretty good day to me. <laughs> <laughs> what does he want him to do? Go out yeah, and do like hard labor? <laughs> Yeah, like just, pick up litter on the side of the highway? Let the yeah. man uh, do nothing for a few months, yeah, right? I, I think uh, after high school, you can chill for a second, right? If, how you, if long, you can afford to. How long after high school should you be allowed to just sit there and chill and do nothing? Uh, a couple months, maybe. And why, then you got to get six? back in the saddle. huh? Why not six? Once you start working, I mean, you're going to work the rest of your life, right? Yeah, that's what I said. As soon as you break that seal and you start getting a career, like it's over. Like you, you just got to work from then on. So anyway, next time... Uh, yeah, back to you. Back to the narcissist. Right, I'd like yeah. to, I'd like a, <laughs> what would like you like next time? Ham and cheese croissant. Let's get you an omelet station in here. Whatever you want. <laughs> okay, thank you. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Oh, boy. We're uh, working with uh, triple digits again today. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull I am Tig. Hey, Daniel. Uh, Prime Day. We're in the second day of Prime Day now. Did you did you even look yesterday at Amazon Prime to see if uh, there was anything that you thought you might need? No, because you kind of told me that uh, they make a big deal out of it, and then like they'll have deals, but it's on stuff you don't even want, like a chef's hat or a shoehorn. Well, I noticed yesterday that they um, they say uh, deals rolling out each hour. Who in the world can sit there at work all day and oh, look at Amazon it. Prime to see these deals they got coming out? They're stringing you along so you keep coming back. I guess. And uh, I fall victim to this. I love a gimmick. Uh, you're not a gimmick guy, though. You don't like to spend money. Some days, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, some days I wake up and I go, man, I would just love to spend a little money today. Really? Yeah. I don't have that affliction. <laughs> I go, I'm not going to spend money today, pretty much. Today. You you're, you wake up sometimes and go, I'm not going to spend money for the next year. Try not to. Um, I don't know what it is about me, though, but I love a deal. I love a gimmick. And Amazon Prime Day, which is now two days, is exactly the kind of thing that gets me going to looking for things. Did you find anything on there that, like, you would actually like That's to the possess? That's the problem. I didn't, know. And, you know, they got these, like, 30% off. Uh-uh. You need to have this stuff about 90% off for me to get excited about it. I did something yesterday that, that I don't think has ever happened to anybody in the history of the world. What did you do? So I had to get my phone fixed, and the guy said, come back in an hour. But I didn't have anything to do for that hour. And so I walked over to Target. And you ever hear people say, uh, I, I went to Target to get a gallon of milk and some trash bags. And what happens when you go to Target? Everybody I know, they're like you, Daniel. They end up buying things that they see in the store suddenly, and it's like, dude, you know, now that does... A new coffee maker sounds good, and then you go in there expecting to spend 15 bucks, and you walk out, and it's like $90. You ever hear that? So you, uh, let me predict what you did. You went into Target, browsed for an hour, and didn't buy a single thing. First time in history that's ever happened to anybody in the whole world. Now, I will say they're good, because they almost got me. What did they almost get you with? You're not going to like this, but I'll tell you. 
I didn't have my phone. And when you don't have your phone, like I had, like normally if I had an hour to kill, I'd probably just sit in the car and like browse the internet or something. But I didn't, I couldn't just sit there in the car and do nothing. And uh, when I was in Target, I was, that was killing time. And they're good. Oh, they're good. I actually considered buying a couple things, but I said, no, I don't want to do it. And I get to the, uh, I start to walk out of the store. About time to go pick up my cell phone they're fixing. And on the way, they have a rack of magazines, like National Enquirer and things like that. I think there's a 0% chance there's a National Enquirer or whatever, magazine rack. All that kind of stuff. Okay. And I said, well, I still got like 20 minutes, and I don't want to go sit in the car and have nothing to do. So I almost bought a magazine. Almost. But, but the reason I didn't is because I wanted to be the first human in history to ever walk out of there without buying some. And so I did. And so you just ate it for an hour. You just sat there. I walked around Target for about an hour. Just looking at stuff. With no intention to buy. No intention. So I'm not like you where if, I, if you went in Target, it, you'd, be, you'd be bankrupt. Well, I wouldn't be bankrupt, but if I walk into Target, I'm buying something. I ain't walking out of there without buying something. I, just, <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm the first person It's just not in ever. me to not buy a little something <laughs> when I'm in there, like a snack or a... Mm-mm. Did you get an icy or anything like that? Yeah, but why do you spend money if you don't need to? I, I just told you it's something within me that sometimes I wake up and I say, man, I, yeah, I go spend a, mo- a little money today. Does it f- fill a hole in your life that's not being filled somewhere else? What um, is it? I don't know. It's just a thing that I have, and I think a thing that a lot of people have. Oh, I don't I don't disagree. A lot of people have that. You know, I, I live with somebody that has that. So. But don't you feel like you're on the opposite side of the coin? Like you yeah. don't, like you won't spend money no matter what, and you don't enjoy it. You don't enjoy anything about spending money or going out to eat or anything like that. Don't you think you're maybe the opposite side of the coin? I would admit that I am abnormal like you just said your phone you had you're trying to get it repaired you have like an iphone 7 instead of just simply getting a new phone you're trying to get this phone fixed Mm -hmm. so uh, compared to buying a new phone if i could do this for 60 bucks and fix that phone i've got like the oldest phone i don't think anybody in the world has an older phone than i do but it works and like what do i need a new phone for well because it's your phone you would go out and get a new phone for fun gosh yeah i'll get a new phone if i don't even need it (laughs) I'm glad I don't have that. 98.5 The Bull. Today is Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. And uh, still to go, Daniel, we got that Luke Combs flyaway. How about that for a vacation? Something, um, memories being made there big time with Luke Combs. And you win 50 bucks to Miller Lite with our Tig and Daniel beer run. It's not bad. And you could look your absolute best if you win that trip, Daniel. A lot of us, um, you were just talking about how you don't like going to the barber because that they, you got to stare at yourself for 30 minutes. But what if you uh, actually liked seeing yourself in a mirror? Uh, well, the, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be a nice change? Uh, sometimes I don't like going to the barber because the cape accentuates the waddle. It never occurred to me, hey, uh, instead of getting a different cape, why don't you just get rid of the waddle? And you can do that if you were to lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days with Red Mountain weight loss. Yeah, we take medicine for all sorts of things. Why not take it to help us lose weight? And Red Mountain... Here's the deal with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Uh, you don't just have some, you know, person working at the office call you. You have a doctor call you, and they get to know you, and they get to know, like, what your goals are, and they put you on the right plan, and the plan RM3, they can send you medication to help you lose weight, and you can lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days. And here's the other thing. You don't leave the house during this whole process. There's no parking garages and waiting in a waiting room and all that stuff. It's all done from your house. And then the medicine, they'll mail it to your house. It's very easy, and you could be on your way 
to losing a lot of weight very quickly with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Get started by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Daniel, do you mind if I give out some uh, Beat the Heat tips? I, listen, I really don't like when people get on the radio and do tips to beat the heat. Unless there's some ideas that maybe uh, nobody's thought of. But what every disc jockey does is, oh, it's uh, going to be hot today. Be sure to get out, beat the heat, uh, stay inside, get in the shade, drink plenty of water. What do you got for me? Why don't you like it when people do that? Because it's ridiculous. It's, it's useless. Yeah, but you say ridiculous, but you're not telling me why it's ridiculous. I think people on the radio do that because uh, they can't think of anything better to do, and they're just looking you know, to fill up some time. But wouldn't it be useful to tell somebody how to beat the heat? I don't think there's a human being on the earth that doesn't know how to beat the heat. It's going to be about 100 today. Uh, be sure not to get on those electric blankets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't turn on your heater. Have you, have you actually heard a tip to beat the heat that it never occurred to you? No, I think, like, just being a human, you kind of know how to beat the heat, right? You know, like, you even cats know to lay in the shade and things like that, right? Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but, also, um, um, they do the same thing when it's raining. They're like, be sure to turn on those windshield wipers. Well, like, you, you, you know, it's just the thing you know to do, right? Mm -hmm. I will say that um, when we had some of those ice storms here, I was on the road, and they had one of those highway signs above the road and it says caution icy roads i was like yeah i know <laughs> yeah i've been driving on it for a while like is there a guy that was driving on ice and is like whoa sign that says ice <laughs> whoa there's thanks. ice out here thanks yeah. for that all right but in order to beat the heat stay indoors drink Don't plenty be of water eating those baked potatoes today it's too hot for that yeah, Daniel, you're a pretty nervous flyer. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We ran across this story, Daniel, where an airline asked um, 20 people to get off the plane because it weighed too much to take off. Well, not only that, a litany of reasons why they needed about 20 people to get off the plane. And I was thinking, would I be the one to volunteer to get off the plane in this particular situation? Uh, for some reason, whenever we we have air travel, we're very stressed out. We're very, we turn almost primal, you know, as far as people like breaking in lines. And what is it about traveling on an airplane that stresses people out so much? Uh, people do get very frustrated. And then like you might be like a nice person in real life, but you get to the airport and you turn into an animal. Correct. And um, so the pilot, I could understand why this would be frustrating. You might have a vacation plan. You might have a wedding to go to. But the pilot comes on the PA and asks 20 people to get off the plane. They're going to pay him a little bit of money, but still, do you want the money versus missing your vacation? Uh, here's a quick clip of the pilot explaining all the reasons they need about 20 people to get off the plane. Listen to this, and I want you to decide, Tyke, if you would be one to volunteer to get off. You all forgetting here, because of so many of you, it's a pretty heavy aircraft we've got today. That heavy aircraft combined with a fairly short runway here in Lanzarote, and some winds, which aren't particularly favorable at the moment, mean that with the current environmental conditions here in Lanzarote, uh, the aircraft is too heavy at the moment to depart. Now I've been sat with, with Tom, my uh, senior first officer in the flight deck. We're very experienced with this, we've done this before, but we've been doing our very best to make an attempt as safely, obviously with safety being our number one priority, safely as possible. And there's no way with the current wind conditions and the environmental conditions here in Lanzarote 
So he goes on to say. But basically, if you couldn't hear it, he said, listen, we're overweight. The runway's too short. The wind is not right for us. We have to lose some weight. It's too hot out there. We're going to, he said, attempt to take off. <laughs> when the moment the pilot said attempt, I'm like, okay, let me off. I'll, so you I'll don't care off. about the money they're offering. You would just get off because this is crazy. Well, they were offering $550. So that paired with the pilot saying we're going to attempt to take off. Yeah, I'm hopping off that plane immediately. Do you know how it resulted? Did they have to like, because I think airlines ultimately, if they don't get 20 volunteers, they'll just start taking you off whether you want to be or not. But I, I guess it all worked out. I don't know the end to it. Uh how many people got off and how many didn't would you get off the plane or would you demand to stay on it? no because if 20 people got off i'd feel comfortable like you, you said this daniel and i thought it was a good point to make the pilots also don't want to die mm-hmm. so i don't think the pilots would take off if they didn't think they were going to survive it's not like they're going to be like well you know we're going to roll the dice here with my life too they, they want to protect their lives i don't think pilots make every now and then i've read about it but generally I think the guy, he also wants to go home and see his kids. So I think it would have been safe. But you say that you would get off, yet there was a flight you took. Uh, I think you were flying out of Atlanta, Georgia, and there was bad weather. I was flying out of LaGuardia. In New York City. And uh, the girl I was dating at the time was new to flying. She'd never flown before. We're in LaGuardia. She's already, like, nervous, and it's time to fly back home. Bad weather. All the airlines cancel flights. I think uh, the, the airline was a uh, air train at the time. They come over to the speaker while we're all sitting there waiting. Goes so everybody's canceled, but your flight now makes an announcement. They go, "Hey, everybody, feel blessed. We're gonna try to make it." <laughs> and you didn't get off that plane. Well, no, I wasn't on the plane yet. Uh huh. Had they said, "Hey," uh, Y'all are in for a rough time. How about $550 to take the next flight? I'd have said, yes, please. But you got on that plane, didn't we you? We got on the plane. This poor lady I was dating at the time cried the entire two and a half oh hours home. God. She was so scared no. because they made that announcement. <laughs> uh, at this age now, if somebody offered me $550 to take a later flight, I'd do it. Mm-hmm. hundred Every time, wouldn't you? Um, probably not. I mean, if I had to go to my sister's wedding or something, I can't miss that. But, you know, I was reading, Daniel, that a lot of people have figured this out. They'll book flights on purpose that they know they're likely to be asked to get off of. And they just do it over and over and over. And then after the course of a year, they've got $20,000 in free flights they can use. They, They don't ever intend to take the trip. But when they ask for volunteers, they get off because they never wanted to go anyway. And then they just rack up that money. Which should be a good way for you to spend your time, because you don't do anything. That's what I, my, sh- my just, hobby just should be trying to get Tulsa free Tulsa International airline. every day and try to choose the busiest flight, get kicked off of it. That'll be good. That's I keep so- saying one, one day for the show, I'm going to fly uh, from here to Oklahoma City. <laughs> You'd have to go to like Dallas, yeah. then back. <laughs> You'd have to fly to Dallas. Probably take like 25 hours. Probably $800, too. <laughs> I bet I would beat you to Oklahoma City if I rode my bicycle. Now, that would be a challenge. You think you could ride a bicycle to Oklahoma City before I could catch a flight there? I think uh, there's a chance with a big layover in Dallas, maybe. Maybe we'll try that. I need to get in shape anyway. It's 98.5 The Bull. Uh, speaking of flying, Daniel, we, we're going to fly away to somewhere, hopefully, right? Philadelphia. For Luke Combs with our Tiger Daniel Beer Run and $50 to Miller Lite coming up at 810. I feel very foolish. Is Philadelphia a city or a state? 
Daniel. Hurry, just tell me. Pennsylvania is the state. Okay, yeah, okay. So Philadelphia, uh, you know, a lot of people get confused sometimes. It's a little confused. Aren't you every now and again you get a little confused if there's a if it's a state or a city? <laughs> Not typically, no. <laughs> I think I'm good on that. <laughs> uh, you know. Have you ever heard of the city of Alaska? Yeah, it's a great city. What state is that located in? Seattle. Correct. <laughs> Why do you think that uh, when you get in your car, it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, and it's 100 degrees outside, but your car, when you first start it, it'll say like 114 in there? Mm -hmm. I guess that makes sense because, you know, they say, did you ever see the guys that uh, got in a hot car on purpose to show you how bad it is if you hang out in a hot car? And even though the temperature might be like 100 outside, it gets up to like 120 inside that car and how dangerous it is. You bring up a great point. Where is the thermostat in the car? Is it on the outside of the car? Is it on the inside? Where is that thermostat? I've never know. seen it. I don't know because, like, you know, it will be 100 outside. But you'll start your car and it says 111 or something. I don't know. But it seems like when you start going, it kind of comes back into the, the normal range where it's supposed to be. It must be on the outside of the car because even when you get the car cooled off with air conditioning... It still says like 100 degrees Oh, outside. yeah, that makes sense. Because if it's 70 inside, it still says the outside temperature. But, yeah, isn't that wild how uh, hot the car can get on days like this? Up to 100 today, I guess, Daniel. That's what we're looking at. So today's a shirt-off day for you when you walk on the river. It so, is. ladies, watch out. I wonder how many um, people will put up videos of them trying to make something to eat in the car. Oh, uh, where they cook cookies. So w when you walk on the river today... And you take your shirt off, well, people need sunglasses. Like, you remember the eclipse that came? Do we need those kind of glasses that because the sun will be bouncing off your belly? Uh, no. Um, I've almost achieved Taniel. In the <laughs> summertime, I get very dark, and I call myself Taniel. Good for you. I'm getting close to achieving that. Now, my stomach's still milky white. That's what I'm saying. Can we look at your stomach? Remember, like, how people were staring at the eclipse, but mm -hmm. they should use should we get eclipse glasses if we're walking on the river today? If you want to see my belly, you must look through one of those cardboard boxes with a hold. <laughs> Punch that. That's the only way that I like to appear nude <laughs> at this age. <laughs> if you met like a wife, you'd have to, she'd only be get to yeah. see through a, a box you hole. You can only see the outline of my image, please. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Ninety-eight-five, the bull. Hey, good morning, guys. Like a hundred degrees today, so there's that. Hey, Daniel, how are you, man? Tiger, I've been watching the show on uh, Stars. It's called Outlander, and it's about uh, this lady that goes back in time somehow and ends up in uh, Scotland in the eighteen hundreds. You a dork? Thank you. And in this show, sometimes these uh, Scottish people and people back in the day they swore oaths. Do you know what an oath is? It's a promise. A promise. Promise you make to yourself and I guess out loud and in public. And uh, I one day swore an oath. Have you ever done that? No, I don't think I have. You're not honorable. I went through. Um, <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> I went through KFC once and uh, I had my dog Fenton with me, who's now 10 years old. And so he's like a precious commodity. Yeah, to me. we love Fenton. I know you love Fenton. Great dog. Yeah. Uh, I sit there sometimes and I go, man, I don't know what I'm going to do without this guy when he's gone. But my dog was in the car with me. We go through KFC, and the guy working at KFC, as I'm waiting for my food, leans out the window and goes, hey, you mind if I give the big guy a chicken tender? Oh, kind of like when you go through Star Starbucks or something, mm -hmm. they do a 
Pup, Pup cup. cup and then but KFC does a chicken finger. Yeah. And I said, Oh my gosh, my dog would love a chicken tender. So the guy disappears back into the kitchen, comes back out with a chicken tender wrapped up in a napkin and gives me the chicken tender as I drive away. Very sweet of that guy to think of your I dog. Know. My dog's mouth is watering. Mm -hmm. And then I ate the chicken tender. I ate it. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody who's an animal lover knows that dog must have been just... Looking at you, yeah. eating that thing. The dog's like, hey, I've been eating tasteless bland now, the same old food for 10 years. Um, you've received a chicken tender, and then you pulled away and then ate it. And I was ashamed. ashamed. Yeah, because yeah, well, I mean, of course I was. The guy gave it to the dog, and you ate it? I ate it like a pig. It'd be like if we, you ate the pup cup, too. I didn't eat half the chicken tender. I ate the whole thing right in front of me. That's messed up. And man. I felt bad for weeks after that. Why didn't you that? share any of it? Because I'm a dirty pig. And so I swore an oath after that. I said, I will never, I will never in my life, if the dog gets a treat, I will never eat his treat again. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, <laughs> I've got uh, my, my dog, he outsmarts me all the time. And he stands by the door and he says, basically says, I got to go outside. You know, I got to pee, man. And all he wants is that treat when he comes back in. We Like, if he does good, I'll give him a treat. So all, now he's figured out if I let him outside, he gets a treat. So now he just has to go out all day. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about you. Would would you eat my dog's treats? I would probably only steal human food from dogs. Okay, good. Uh, fast forward to this past weekend. I was on the road traveling back from Alabama to here. I go through Dairy Queen. And the, uh, the teenager at the window, after I'm waiting on my food, goes, hey, would your dog like a pup cup? And I thought... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a little uh, tiny cup of whipped cream. Mm -hmm. At this particular Dairy Queen, a pup cup is a pretty generous amount of ice cream. And so they bring out a cup with a mound, you know, that how they do that mound of ice cream and then have to swirl on the top of the soft serve mm -hmm. and give it to me. And I came so close to eating that. Cup. You got to remember your oath, <laughs> that, though. That's right. I came so close. And I said, uh, I can't do this to my dog. I swore an oath. I will not eat this ice cream. And mostly I didn't eat it because I was still at the window waiting. Had they offered me a pup cup and then the, you know, the teenager looks back out and I'm eating it like a big old pig, that would have been, been unforgivable. So it, was, it wasn't necessarily the oath that kept you in check. It was the public embarrassment. It was public shame. And, I, I and uh, boy, I came real close. Well, Daniel, you are a human. You're capable of errors, but I'm glad that you're working on these problems. Thank you. Bailey Zimmerman on 98.5 The Bull. We turn to another country singer, this guy. the Tiger Daniel Beer Run. $50 for Miller Lite and your chance to fly away to see Luke Combs. Daniel, who do we have? We got Terry on the phone. Uh, Terry uh, works with houses doing maintenance. Terry, what's one thing that we should all do in our house to save money as far as future repairs go? Uh, just do as much of it as you can. Just do our own maintenance? If you know how to do it, just keep our keep it do it yourself. All right. Well, there you go. Just do it yourself. Tight to save money, you do it yourself. Hey, I got a question. You work on the uh, you work on houses, and I saw this infomercial the other day, 
and it, it's like, what is that? Some kind of like rubber seal you can paint on your house. Do you know what I'm talking about, Daniel? Something I'll seal it or, or flex it or something like flex that? Flex seal or something like yeah, that? Yeah, flex seal, yeah. Do you recommend that stuff, or is that just a bunch of bull? I've never had any luck with it. Ty, do you think you should paint um, your entire house with flex seal? Well, this guy, I, I saw this infomercial, and the guy painted his house with flex seal, and then they flooded the house, but nothing got in the house because it had this rubber all over the, the doors. And I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe it either. Okay, Terry. Thanks. <laughs> like, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. Terry, uh, you have a decision to make. Ty, if you could get the drum roll ready. Ty, uh, uh, Terry, if you win the grand prize, the the flyaway to Philadelphia, who would you take with you? I'd take my wife with me. And what's your wife's name? Dina. Uh, so Terry and Dina, you guys have the option, as we offer everybody, if you win the the grand prize, the Luke Combs flyaway to Philadelphia, would you guys uh, like for me to accompany you guys to Philadelphia and stay in the hotel with you guys? Uh, no, that wouldn't be recommended. Thanks for doing great. Why? Why not? Said why it wouldn't that? be recommended. Yeah, but why not? <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, Terry. Okay. Ty, he's at, he's at, they get a little crazy in hotel rooms. I don't, okay. Let, all right, Terry, uh, thank you. <laughs> you guys got me speechless. What is it about hotel rooms, do you think, Terry, that you just got to get a little wild in there? Uh, you just away from everybody, away from the family. Have some private time. Okay, well, Daniel, you're not invited. Might be a good thing for you. And, uh, Terry, I appreciate you playing, and uh, today is Wednesday, so we got two more days of this. Uh, your next chance at the Luke Combs Flyway, thanks to Bullet Light and the Tiger Daniel Beer Run. Tomorrow, again, Daniel, at 810. And uh, in the meantime, Daniel, uh, we all, we all, I always got to work on myself. I always got, Ty, you're not very good at this, and I say, I'm going to get better. But one thing we uh, all, I think struggle with eventually is like putting on a little more pounds than we wanted to, you know, mm -hmm. I used to be like so skinny that I used to try to gain weight. And then I t got in my thirties and something happened and I go, what, what is this? So it's not that we're lazy. Things change. Metabolism's change, but red mountain weight loss can kind of help us get back on the right course. You take medicine for other things. Why not take medicine to lose weight? And that's what red mountain weight loss can do for you. That's right. The best part is, is you can do this all from the privacy of your own home. Uh, you get right on the uh, the phone. You dial pound two fifty on your cell phone, and a physician will call you and come up with a plan. If you need a medication, they'll send it to you. If you uh, just need uh, a plan, they'll also help you with that. I don't like to leave the house, and so this will be perfect if you're kind of like me. You don't like going out too much. They just mail you everything. All the calls are made to your house, and you could uh, be losing up to 20 pounds in 30 days. Dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. You got Tiger and Daniel. Uh, did you see? Let's take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. Brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park, which I've been over there with my son already this, uh, this summer. It's a great time. And, uh, Daniel, you're actually this Saturday. What are you doing this Saturday? I'm going to uh, Woodland Hills Mall for a blood drive. And it's uh, desperately needed blood right now. This is from News on 6. The Oklahoma Blood Institute says blood bank storage levels are at the lowest levels they've ever been, not just here, but nationwide. OBI says it's been trying to recover since the pandemic ended, and last month's severe weather was also a big setback. Yeah, so uh, I remember a month or two ago they said, hey, we need this type of blood. Now they just need everybody. Everybody. 
Uh, so it's brutal right now. For the there was band. a story in the news about a police officer that got injured, and he needed like 29 pints of blood. I guess I foolishly thought that if you were injured and needed blood, you just got a pint of blood, and that was it. 29 pints to save this guy's life. That's 29 people, so you can see the need there. Um, and, Daniel, you're going to be out this weekend, so if you are um, if you like donating blood or have never done it before, Daniel, like, you're a very sweet guy, and you've given blood before, and I thought, what a selfless gesture to give blood to save a life, and then you said, no, I just like the crackers at the end. No, no, no. I like the Nutter Butters. Oh, the Nutter Butters at yeah. the end. No, the life, you know, helping save people's one thing, but also you get that free pack of Nutter Butters, which is really, to me, <laughs> the real the reason draw. why you need to, to to give blood. You get that snack afterward. Uh, speaking of sweets, Daniel, did you see this? Tulsa is getting put on the map by McDonald's. Bama Pie Company, uh, they're making desserts for McDonald's now. And good morning. The Bama Companies has been hard at work trying to get this new item out onto the menu at uh, McDonald's all over, and it's been doing it from right here in Tulsa. Now, Bama did a lot of market research to figure out what was missing from the McDonald's portfolio, and it turns out that it was a chocolate pie product. Bama had been shooting for around a July 14th deadline to start rolling these out, but like with so many, Bama ran into some issues with power thanks to the Father's Day storm. Yeah, like even they're affected by it. But uh, look for that in McDonald's soon. And that's, uh, of course, McDonald's has got locations all over the globe. And uh, it's all coming from Tulsa. How about that? Um, I love to ask you a question you don't know the answer to. They're, so they're putting this uh, chocolate pie out. Will that mean the apple pie is no longer available? Or is this in addition to the chocolate pie? I don't see any reason why they would take the apple pie off. I think this is uh, to add to the menu, basically. How upset were you when they changed the apple pie menu originally a few years ago? I didn't know they did that. Oh, the so apple pie recipe is uh, a whole new apple pie now. They changed it up. They did a little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts on an apple pie at McDonald's? That's a big you deal. Know, that's what I lay up. I think about that stuff at night. It keeps me up. It was a pretty big deal to me because they changed the recipe of the apple was. pie. And you remember in Forrest Gump when Lieutenant Dan was in the uh, on that ship in the ocean and he was... He crawled up at the top, and he was yelling into the skies in anger. He was mad at God. Uh, yeah, kind of. That's how I kind of reacted to the new apple pie. Really? Oh, like I like the old one. That's pathetic. Um, Thank you. Also, Daniel is the only guy I know that uh, loves McDonald's so much that he's got he's got the app on his phone. I don't. Do you like text Ronald McDonald and things? What is going on with the app? I use it to place orders, and you get rewards. And let me tell you, since I've downloaded that app. My order hasn't been wrong once. So the app actually gets your order better? Well, yeah, because I used to out. work at Dairy Queen, and I can tell you firsthand that people don't know how to order at a fast food restaurant. They would come through, and they would go, hamburger, cheese hamburger, <laughs> cheese hamburger. <laughs> I'm like, what? Cheeseburger? And they're like, yeah. So since I've got the app, my order has not been wrong, not a single really? time. Do you know that uh, I met the CEO of McDonald's one time? Cool. Yeah, I went to... Ray Kroc? No, I, Ronald McDonald. He came to a birthday party I was at. Really? Yes. Do you miss Ronald McDonald? Do you know what happened to Ronald McDonald, the clown? You don't see him anymore. You know why? Tell me. I guess in the news a, a while ago, there was a situation with scary clowns and that was so much in the news, like they would say a clown came out of the woods with a knife or something like that. It was so much in the news, they just got rid of Ronald McDonald altogether. They just scrapped him. He's done. Mm -hmm. Daniel hurts my feelings because he goes around and tells people that um, 
you know how people will play that game, like, what celebrity do you look like? And I'll say, you know, oh, Daniel could be played by uh, Paul Rudd or something. I'll be nice to you about it. Mm -hmm. And Daniel says, <laughs> he says that I would be played by Ronald McDonald with no makeup on. <laughs> to me, Tig looks like Ronald McDonald with no makeup. Just a weird, <laughs> weird-looking guy. Hey, thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, how about this? Last night, you're a sports guy, right? Yeah. You said you watched the uh, All-Star game last yeah, night? Yeah, I went over to uh, my buddy's house, and yeah. ha Handsome Tim, and then we watched it together. The National League beat the American League last night in the 2023 MLB All-Star game. It's been a while. Two on, two out, and a 2-2 two -two pitch. Ramirez swings and misses. Kimball slams the door. The National League's finally back on top. Its first All-Star game win since 2012. I guess uh, since I don't understand baseball, why in the world would anybody watch the uh, the All Star Game? Because you get to see the best players in the whole world all like concentrated in one location. But they're just doing it for just no reason. Yeah, it's just it's not like they bring their kids there, and you know their kids are like catching fly balls sometimes the night before. It's it's just nonsense. But exhibition game, right? It doesn't count towards anything. I'm so confused by that. It, what's the difference in that and the home in the home run derby? Home run derby is just a show, uh, you know, to see. It's entertainment value, but it doesn't count. Like if you hit 50 home runs in the home run derby, it doesn't mean your team's going to the. Do World you Series. guys in baseball do this because there's a, such a gap in between the season, and you're just looking for something to kind of fill or scratch your baseball itch, or what's going on? Every, everybody, this is kind of halftime for the baseball season. We're halfway done, uh, and every sport has an all-star game, as far as I know. Daniel doesn't. Daniel's so stupid about sports that um, you know how, like in football, they kick the extra point. He calls it the spare point. Mm -hmm. He calls the uh, baseball pitcher the thrower. Like you don't know anything about it. The thing about me, though, if I were in charge of sports, do you know how much better they would be? Because no. I'm not like a big sports fan. For example, when I heard that uh, which team is leaving. And going to the SCC. Are you talking about football? Yeah. Oklahoma? Oklahoma leaving yeah. uh, and going to the SEC, and they'll no longer play Oklahoma State. No more Bedlam, right? Mm hmm If I were in charge of all this, and again, I'm not a sports guy. I don't know anything about it. I would say you're still going to have Bedlam, just an exhibition game, just like this. Mm-hmm. Like a practice game that... Don't you think I should be the guy running sports? No. Okay, another example with sports. What's that guy? It was so entertaining to me. He played college football, and he would uh, get a touchdown or something. Then he would rub his fingers together like the money sign. Oh, um, Johnny Manziel. And he called himself like Johnny Football or something yeah. like that. Uh -huh. And people were like, well, I don't like that. It's too entertaining. I'd give that guy a tremendous raise. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad you're not in charge. I would advise, I would advise your son... Uh, whenever he gets out and playing Little League Baseball, he ought to every time go up to that plate and point that uh, bat out like Babe Ruth, like he's going to hit a big home run. Mm -hmm. I'd love to watch that. It's bad sportsmanship. How's it bad sportsmanship? Because you're rubbing something in somebody's face. Like when Johnny Menzel scored a touchdown and did the money bull crap. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't run sports. Stick to being an idiot. I should. <laughs> I should Please. run sports, though. Okay. You remember that uh, Super Bowl shuffle they did? I guess that was bad sportsmanship, too. Look, the other team is hurting. Why rub it in their face? The scoreboard's going to show Because don't you like to see your enemies eat garbage? Yes. Okay, then. <laughs>
we went to Auburn University. Would you love it if every time Auburn scored a touchdown, Nick Saban got hit in the face with a pie or got <laughs> got his pants pulled down or something? <laughs> All right, you're in charge now. Yeah, for real. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel was generous. Uh, he went out of town for the 4th of July week, and he said, uh, if you just want to go hang out at my house sometimes, you can do that. You know, take a break. 98.5 The Bull. And then I, I felt hungry one day, and I thought, well, I could just walk down to the... And no, I just went in, and I saw that you had White Castle hamburgers Mm-hmm. And I ate, uh, I think everyone except one pack, but you went in there and you were like, when did I eat all these hamburgers? You had no idea. I sure I, did. I go, man, buddy, you got a problem because you've eaten all the uh, White Castle. First of all, I think it's a HIPAA violation for you to announce that I even have White Castles that's in not the freezer. A, that's not medical. That is HIPAA. crazy? And I will be talking to HR. You are not, you are not allowed to reveal the contents of my freezer. Mm-hmm. And But yes, I thought, man, I cannot believe I've eaten all these White Castles. The reason I get those is because where we're from originally, you can get crystals and White Castle. So here, there's no sliders in town anywhere, yeah. to my knowledge. What did you think about them, by the way? They're delicious. You did like them? Yeah, I would highly. I uh, They were so delicious that I went to Reese's and got some from my house. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's the little square hamburgers. And, um, and they tasted the same as if they came out of the restaurant because they might have just, they might at the restaurant just get frozen ones anyway. So they just heat them so. up. But you uh, microwave these uh, tiny burgers and... Takes like 40 seconds and it's a... Uh, and I noticed delicious. you helped yourself out to four of them, so... I did. Did you ever get any replacements? I'm not going to tell you because then you'll show up oh again. Oh, my God. You got more... I know I haven't yet. He's so desperate for tiny hamburgers. He went and replaced them immediately, but... I don't want the old hamburglar showing up at my house anymore. And your sheets felt great. Oh, Lord. You got in the sheets? I'm kidding. I didn't sleep in your bed. 98.5 The Bull.